do the introduction. Welcome to Mountaineer Kingdom Do Talk. Real men. Manly talk. Shashir. Hit the button. Shashir! Pew, pew, pew. Like, subscribe, and do the dingle dangle. I'm trying to hear myself and I can't. Bing! <laughs> uh, that was the one you chose. <laughs> Forgive us already. Oh, that's a good lead in. On today's episode of Mountain Kingdom Do Talk, <laughs> aliens. <laughs> aliens. And they're coming for you. So, let's just let's just open up with that. Because because I have a challenge for you. So yes, I like that segue. Let's uh, share with the audience what you shared in our chat. I shared in the chat. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Somewhere in Mexico, I think. If I'm, it's Mexico. Right, they supposedly found three foot tall, three exoskeleton aliens three fingered that looks like someone made it out of paper mache just to fool the masses and cause hysteria and to explain away the rapture hit it so i sent it to the group and i said i can make this with paper mache so now here's the challenge will you make a paper mache alien i accept the challenge and i will stand it up here on one of our episodes once finished and then we have to find some way to like donate it away or raffle it off <laughs> Yep, I can do. No, it. I don't think. I think it gets set like somewhere. Oh yeah, it's constantly. Just, I'll, I'll I'll have it in a sitting position. I'll make it with legs sitting, and we'll sit on top of the popcorn machine. Is that in the video? Can you see the popcorn machine? In the- uh, oh yeah. Unfortunately, okay. you can see all that. We've got a camera <laughs> oh, guy sitting right there, man. That and we, we can make it like off on a shelf. Every episode, it moves and it's doing yeah. something yes. different. <laughs> constantly moving. Yes. But people are going to buy it, I, I and we'll pretend we're scared. Are, but I think Ooh, it's a real alien. I think Dude. they're already buying into it because they're. Never mind. They're Liberals? prepping. They're prepping for the rapture. I'm telling you. No, they're just gullible idiots. Said it. Have you guys ever believed in aliens? I believe in Bigfoot. Illegal aliens. You would. <laughs> Illegal <laughs> aliens. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's that's a good little segue. They're real. I've, I've heard. I've heard Bigfoot. Shaver's Mountain, buddy. Yeah. Turns out it was an owl. Yeah. <laughs> you ate a nine millimeter bullet. <laughs> Probably not. We shot a few rounds in the air, but that's about it. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I've always thought about that, especially within context of Christianity and de- and design and creation. Like, there's a lot of stuff out there, man. Like, freaking. Have you guys seen the uh, James Webb telescope picture? What? <laughs> You're like. Freaking. <laughs> yes. No, yeah. So the James Webb Telescope, there's a spot in the northern part of the sky that the Hubble looked at several years back. And they were like, there's a black spot up there. Let's focus the Hubble on it for a while. When it came back, there's like a butt ton bazillions of freaking galaxies and stuff on it. <laughs> That's an actual measurement. It's a convert to. A bunghole is a real world. <laughs> That's the hole that's in the side of a... <laughs> Like, I know we do this live and no edits, but we're <laughs> we are winging it today. So anyway, so to answer that question, th- there were literally millions of galaxies within this itty bitty little speck of thing, and then James Webb retook the picture and the fidelity of those galaxies—it's insane. And the fact that a galaxy has more stars and planets and all that stuff than we can imagine—the possibility seems like it could be probable, but. At the same time, wrong. Wrong. We the wrong. the stars were created to for us to stand in awe of the glory of God, 
And I just wonder, what if God created something else that we haven't discovered yet? Is it in here? But I don't the know that it's. No, I don't know <laughs> that it's extra biblical. Okay, so not aliens necessarily, but there's. What if there's other life? I don't know. So mm-hmm. I think if there's aliens out there, it's it's angels and demons. That's to me that that that's aliens. Yep. If, if we get down to it, but the the fact that it seems like every week with AI, we'll go into that too a little bit. I think <coughs> aliens there. It's just such a mass deception that, or the foundation of a mass deception. When uh, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, and uh, the scientist that I listened to, now he's atheist, but his, his name is Brian Cox, and he really he's an astrologist and, or astrologer, and he studies galaxies and stars and spaces. And I know I said something Jared. wrong. And um, what, what, what was it that I said, Jared? Play the other sound bite. Somebody's share share. Um There's no way they have no evidence of it. There it is. I got gotcha. <laughs> you. You this. You're you're the good one. Uh, but, no so we have scientists that are saying. Wait, just give reference. Who said this again? Oh, Brian Cox. Okay. So uh, there it is. So we have. <laughs> hate that. Um, they're saying that there's no evidence of of aliens, but yet our government's saying, "Oh, here's aliens." So mass deception's coming. But speaking of aliens. There are illegal aliens. Or is that? Can we say that, or is it illegal immigrants? <laughs> <laughs> well, is this great. is a wash. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be our most viewed. <laughs> yeah. Let's just hit all the we buttons. We just lost five subscribers. <laughs> no, we didn't. We gained fifteen. <laughs> um, so please like, share, <laughs> share. You'll, you'll get that on, an, on a previous episode, uh, and subscribe. We need all the help oh, we can get. Boy. Good stuff. But I saw um, that there. <laughs> not I didn't that do one. Do that. That was Jared. You don't touch anything. <laughs> I can't believe your little arms reach out for anyways. Um, <laughs> that we're, and I'm a big fan of if if the borders are going to be open, then we need to take the people that are coming in. If we're not going to keep make them stay on the other side, we need to bring them in and put them into these cities and these sanctuary cities so they can get a taste of what they're doing to the rest of the world or the rest of the country. And they don't like what they're getting. No, they, they don't. And Texas is doing that, uh, busing them to these large cities that were claiming to be sanctuary cities. Mm-hmm. And I just told you that I saw this morning that, uh, Cuomo from New York, you know, he was a big advocate against Trump and all this and that and blah, blah, blah. Now it's overrunning New York city. The mayor's complaining about it like crazy now. And Cuomo actually said the words, all Trump has to say is I told you so. And I don't know if you guys heard me say it, but it was like a year and a half ago I said that should be Trump's re-election slogan. I told you so. <laughs> uh, because everything he said was going to happen as soon as the other one was elected, if elected, has been happening. And the open borders, I am totally for immigration legally because our country was founded by immigrants. Yep. But, you know, obviously before the that's... Uh, system was in place they just we just came over and we established homes stuff like that but legal immigration there are legal ports of entry everybody wants to complain about all these aliens or immigrants or whatever being arrested at other points of the of the border don't go to those points yep don't go have you won't get ever, arrested go to the the legal points of entry at a port of entry have you guys ever traveled abroad no 
most of the time when you travel abroad, you have to get some type of visa or authorization right. to enter that country, period. Or you're locked up. Even more outstanding and why this is such a pressing issue is defense. Mm. Those open borders is saying, hey, we are the greatest superpower of the world and we have the carriers and submarines and things that go boom and oh, we're essentially fighting a proxy war in Ukraine right now. But yeah. hey, why don't you just Come walk through the southern border and do whatever you want to do. Not only like it's type that up. Ukraine money given to Ukraine in exchange. <clears throat> huh? For anyway. So it was a prisoner exchange. Oh jeez, yeah, let's oh. Yeah, let's do that. But those the open borders, it's a security risk. And we're literally opening the door and trusting people on their merit by word, saying, Oh yeah, we're just here to get good jobs and like dude, it's, no, it's, you're you're an idiot. It's deeper than that. What country is the largest exporter of child sex trafficking? China. No. No. America. <laughs> Mexico. Oh. They're exporter. coming through Mexico. They're, well, What's the greatest importer of, of child sex trafficking? America. America. I mean, and we know this. And so the administration that's currently in place. Give I won't us mention any names. names. Pedophilia Joe. I want the Epstein They're books. letting all this happen because... The open borders is allowing the flooding of exporting and importing of child sex trafficking. And it's disgusting to me that too many people can't see that. Only the right-minded people. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the movie, but we just went a couple weeks ago and saw Sound it. Sound of Freedom. Have you seen it? I have not, but I, I need to. Excellent movie. Absolutely excellent movie. I think part of the issue is that the, the left-wing mentality is this faith in humans are good at nature it's an altruistic hopeful perspective we're so bad at it right. none of us are good that, but that's that's the difference it's like oh all people are good and nobody's going to do harm no you're deceived you have no clue what you're talking about and clearly you have no clue what's happening anywhere else in the world let's let's ask a question why why was the term illegal alien ever established what's the definition of illegal Simplest term. Wrong. Not legal. Not legal. <laughs> Simplest term, not legal. Wow, that's it? Yeah. Uh, but what, that's what I'm saying. Like, people want to say, oh, you can't say they're illegal immigrants. <laughs> yes, I can because they're not coming over the right way. Now, do I, think, do I think our immigration process could be a quicker process? I believe it could be. You know, what is it, like seven or nine years before someone can become no, a legal not, citizen? No. I, I served with a guy who was a – he was a English – he was from England, and he got his U.S. citizenship. What language did he speak? English. <laughs> English. How long did he get? It took, it took a couple of years. But he had to take a test, and anybody who passed that test is smarter than most of the people in our country. 100%. I, I was going to say, I don't even know if I can pass that test. I'm not a, I'm not a test guy. I, I seen I a man a on the street the other day where they ask, like, kids in college today. Oh, these are so sad. When they were like, who attacked us on 9-11? And they were like, I don't know, people from, like, Somewhere, yep. and they did something to us on I eleven. I don't know. I've got your guys' voice, <laughs> voices that you can do. <laughs> Not that one. No. Yeah, worst one. <laughs> a few minutes later, there we go. It, and it it that, was mind boggling that these idiot kids who are in college right now have no flipping idea who yep. attacked us on nine eleven. They don't have any idea about anything. They're idiots. It's Iraq, right? <laughs> Iraqi war. Yeah, never mind. 
So to answer your question, we have given $75 billion in assistance to Ukraine. Billions How? and billions. Say that one more time. $75 billion. Billions. But yet our gas prices are skyrocketing. Inflation is through the roof. Unemployment rate is, they, they claim is down. It's because people aren't looking for jobs anymore. That's how they get those rates. How many people are calling in looking for okay. jobs? Well, we gave $2 billion to the Iranians Six. To, for... Was it six billion? Six billion for the prisoner exchange. Well, we left almost ten billion in in weaponry when we had that disastrous pull out of Afghanistan. I mean, you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Thank you for saving that. Um, when? Well, plus all the, the the stimulus handouts. What? Like I'm I'm. Um, well, inflation is not going to happen as a result of that. People are in need, and the government's going to provide for their needs. And then we're going to pay for it for the next 10, 15, well, the, 20 years. The other side of that inflation is paying entry-level employees $15 an hour to hit buttons on a screen. Mm-hmm. And they still have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, because if, 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 if you just do the uh, the Big Mac index just in the United States, um, it cost me $12 to get a Big Mac fries and a soda here in West Virginia mm-hmm. where I could go to Chili's and spend $12 for a much better quality hamburger. Fries, yeah. and soda, people don't see that, and chips and salsa. Or you can go to a local restaurant and spend eight dollars on a freaking delicious smash burger on Route Two Hundred and Fifty. There's your plug. Boys. They're excellent, by the way. So good. But Jared, Where's, to your point, that's that's a great point because uh, we, we these people need higher wages so they can live. Well, those jobs weren't created for people to have uh, a, a life sustaining lifestyle. It, it was it was meant for you know high, transition high, high school, school kids, kids. and mm-hmm. things like that. They're, so when you when you up that pay for those employees, the company has to make it up. So now you're right. One one meal, you're right by thirteen dollars. Yep. Dad and I, subway, dude. Dad Jeez and I meat. went to uh, Longhorn, and I got I got a hamburger, fries, and a house salad, and he got I think a steak salad, and it was twenty two dollars. Yep. And it was delicious. So something that I've been aware their of. Their wages haven't changed. Right. I've been aware of for a while is the fact that our entire industry base is service related. Mm-hmm. If you think about what we produce, the United States does not produce. We are the ultimate middleman, and our production is nothing compared to what it was 60, 70 years ago, mm-hmm. 30 years ago even. The industrial base has died. Well, now, thank God we're on a resurgence from that. COVID actually taught us that, oh, wait, globalism is stupid. We screwed ourselves. We need to make but crap. We, but there was a, whist, uh, a, a whistle man before that. I don't think that's the term, but there was always a, a whistleblower. Yeah. There, we had a guy running for president that was the president <laughs> that was saying, we're not going to be globalist. This is America first, but that's a bad thing to be America first. Wait a yeah. second. Who was that guy? Do you know? That was President Donald J. Trump, 45 and 47. <laughs> do you think he gets it or do you think the left's fight is going to, it's too much? I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole, but he already got it, and they cheated him out of it, so why wouldn't they try to do it again? So that it's a good segue up to COVID-19 now. COVID-19, which is a cuss word in my family household now. Yeah. We, don't, we don't talk about it, but isn't it ironic how it went away for about two and a half, three years? And now it's coming and, back. And, and it's, it's like com- right it's on your coming, wedding day. It's coming. Yeah, it's ironic. It's like a 10, free thousand pro- ride when you've already paid. When all you need is a knife. It's a little ironic to think. But uh, but it is one. It's going to be one year exactly. We we've seen reports. We heard about meetings from the TSA. They're saying full blown lockdowns by December, <laughs> and that December will be almost one year to the election. Listen, Andy. Am I right? 
You are. One year to the election. And when did COVID happen the first time? One year to what? To the election. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. everybody going to get scared. Everybody going to have to get another double vax boosty and all this stuff and more myocarditis, more people dying, which I think is the government's plan anyway. I just hope it, if, if, if this thing does come back in the way that it was, that it comes back in December, not November. I've got a big trip planned that I don't want to screw up. Yeah. I, yeah, me I'm too. Really I'm my job too. There's nothing that's going to come back. It's going to be an imaginary thing. Yeah. Well, imaginary perception is reality. I hate in a lot saying, of in a lot of so care, in a lot of areas, mm-hmm. and I really want to go on this trip in November. Then go. Really want to go. Then go. Well, you tell the people if, you have no power over me <laughs> until the yeah, airplane well, stops. No, no, yeah, no, until no, the airplane stops. So the the airplane stops in the country. Well, I'm, let I'm me going ask you to. Yeah, but he can't drive through the ocean. Get a boat. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a will, there's a way. Stop being if like people Andy. from Cuba could get here, you could get somewhere. Go, just get it's a, a boat. Long, it, it, it's a long boat ride. I don't care. Pack a lot of get gas. He's going, to, he's going to Canada. Where there's a will, there's a way. Oh, uh, speaking of Canada, let's go back to illegal crossings at the border. By the way, jeez. <laughs> Funny story. Years we ago, we went to Canada. Eh? Getting in there, no big deal. They're like, "Hey, welcome to Canada. Come hey. on in." That's not an Canadian that's accent. That's Canadian. like his. That's like his. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> English accent. Coming accent. back. This is pre kids, and we used to play like co-ed softball league together. Co-ed in, in Canada? Canada? No, but we happened to have <laughs> our. No that. We had our crap in the trunk coming back in the United States. I don't know how these freaking Mexicans at the borders coming in illegally. Doesn't make no sense to me. Coming into Canada, U.S. Border Patrol is like, hey. We're going to need you to pull off the side of the road. And I'm like, oh, crap. What the heck did we do? They x-rayed the car and seen the baseball bats in the back of the car. They made us empty out our car. Searched us like up and down. The x-rays, the metal detectors on us. Where are you going? What's your intent? Why are you coming into the United States? Um, We're coming home from a trip to Niagara Falls, sir. Just want to play softball. Well, what do you? Why do you have baseball bats in your girl? We played softball. And you're an American citizen, That's, sir. Stick to that story. You see, America, <laughs> America. How long ago was that? Uh, 15, years 14, ago. fifteen years okay. ago. And uh, it's like, man, how, how have we gone from that to what it is now? Where they're just walking, the, they're just walking across the border now. Like back then, I mean, they they literally we, like we got in the car, we were freaked out. It's a double standard, dude. Listen. Bill Clinton said the same exact words that President Trump said, and the left applauded him. Yeah. Applauded him. Anything that comes from their mouths is okay. Just like this stupid impeachment inquiry uh, talk that the left is saying. Chuck Schumer just came out and said, we should not be impeaching a president. We should be working at a bipartisan level, blah, blah, blah. Impeachment is ridiculous. We should not be doing this. Three years ago, we're going to impeach President Trump because blah, 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 and it doesn't matter. He's not this and he's not that. It's the double standard they live in. Hypocrisy. You know really ticks me off about that crap. Is what butters your bread, buddy? Grind your gears. Bull butters it. It's that our politicians that we vote to solve problems are making more problems sure. instead of focusing on the things that are a universal problem to us. Defense of the nation. Mm-hmm. Like, we're more concerned about social agendas and individual agendas than we are about the collective whole. And that example you gave us tells us that our politicians are focused on things that don't freaking matter for the people. Why in the crap are we spending all this time having the people that are part of the swamp yell at the people within the swamp without focusing on the issues? Oh, and by the way, they're sending however many bazillions of dollars to 
the war in Ukraine that we're not a part of, that we are a part of. $75 billion, just to throw that out there. And then we're paying $6 billion to one of the people that is a very staunch enemy of ours. Five of them. They, they, they exchanged five <clears throat> terrorists for five U.S. citizens and $6 billion. And this was all done behind closed doors, rushed through because they knew they would never have gotten that passed if they would have brought that up because it was against it's against constitution against it's against legislature law yes and it was on 9-11 and congress wasn't even informed until they made the press release on 9-11 where our president didn't even visit any of the sites that was devastated 22 years ago yeah you can go to alaska but yet uh east palestine ohio has still Mm -hmm. oh and they sent 700 dollars a household to hawaii to that fire yeah but oprah and the rock have that covered Mm mm-hmm this is the most ADD episode that we have. It's had. like we're venting about. Um, I think it's great because people, if, if people are listening that don't listen to anything else, they, their, their eyes can be open and just research it yourself. Don't go by what we say. Yeah. Research it yourself and you'll, you'll find it. You'll see that this is ridiculous. You should trust stuff the government. Going on. No, don't trust government. No. Ronald Reagan said it's so, the best. I don't understand the, the logic behind the whole Iran $6 billion hostage exchange, because you you know, you know Iran's goal was to wipe out Israel. Like, I don't see this anything other than intentionally hurting our country and hurting our allies. Yep. This, this, is, this can't be an accident. Mm-mm. Well, Israel was only recognized as a staunch ally, at least from the presidential seat with Uncle Don. Sure. Well, when, when we recognize the capital of Israel as Jerusalem, Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it moved from Tel Aviv. Yep. Then when Trump was president. I know. Who's the uh, Hungarian prime minister that was just interviewed the other day? And he said, the only person that could save America is yeah. Donald Trump. That's a great Canadian accent. That's not Canadian. It's Hungarian. Hungarian. <laughs> but he, he did say, he said, sure. he, his, his, he said his foreign <laughs> policy was on point, basically. That's what he was saying. And if you if you think about it, and there's all these people out there that were saying President Trump was a hothead and he was going to cause all these wars. How many wars did we have in those four years? None. Didn't we leave mm-hmm. Afghanistan in, in great numbers and had more planned to come out? That's not a good example. Don't you well, say I'm just saying <laughs> it was in well, the process. It, it was but in this the process. other guy's ignorant plan. Yes, but and then how many peace treaties did President Trump ne- negotiate? Everybody was like, I can't believe he's going to North Korea. Why not? So, why why not go and try to make peace with a lunatic over there? And he's the only U.S. president to ever put his foot. That on is one Korea. of my favorite moments as an American citizen mm-hmm. was when our president went into the DMZ, stepped over that line with no security, with confidence, Huge. no security. But our current president can't make it off a stage without a nurse. <laughs> Come on, the image alone that that that. that we, to shake hands, to look over, to walk over at the DMZ, and yes, that with uh, Kim Jong Un, who is a, a, a lunatic, a lunatic, murderous. Look, guys, you don't understand the balls fool. I have. Listen, if I'm not mistaken, I think he just had like a week before President Trump came to North Korea. I think he had his like close family member and an advisor beheaded or something yeah, for doing I, I vaguely remember that D- just before he just killed a guy a week ago and here's President Trump walking in his new nickname is lefty and righty if you know what I'm saying yeah. crossing over <laughs> North Korea yeah you know but do, go back and watch that it's such a powerful moment yeah. for Americans like it, it, I felt proud like yes this is a strong we're a strong country under Trump 
But the left, Al had it twisted. I can't believe he'd go over there. Look, what does he think he's doing? He's he's destabilizing us and whatever. The thing I like about him the most, like a lot of the stuff he said, I wasn't a huge fan of. And I think he kind of let him allowed himself to be pulled into the weeds of these arguments. But take away any interviews and take away all the media. Just look at on paper what what President Trump did, and it under scrutiny every single day. It's what could he have done more? What else could he have done in those four years? Can you years? imagine if Joe Biden was a right-wing Republican? Well, you know, I'll think about this. Let's just go, and, and I can attack the right-wing side. McConnell has no business being no, he's been, where he is right he's now. He's been in freeze-up mode lately. Yeah, he's, he's been shutting down just like Joe Biden has been shutting down. And I'm not afraid to say, you know, I'm a conservative, and I lean right Republican, I guess, if you want to say that. But you got to call the kettle black when it is. And, mm. and McConnell, when he... Well, I'll and pauses Dude, and breaks down for like minutes. There was this funny meme or video online. It's, it's got to go when you're in a grocery store and and he wants to say someone, that's why we need to vote libertarian. Someone that's older uses a uh, credit card reader and it says, "Please remove your card." And it's beeping and it, it cuts back to McConnell. He's just in there frozen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sir, remove your card. <laughs> Uh, it's like when your toddler would walk over in the corner and yeah you just and I have no room to talk like if I was in politics I would say I need to leave oh man <laughs> I'm not a Romney fan but he did step down and he's not running for re-election again because he's like I'm the old. problems we're but facing but guess who is Nazi Pelosi 84 years old is running for re-election and do you know do you remember what she said why Hard to so in order for her to rate, the only reason she's money running is <laughs> money. 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 She said the uh, in that order was a Freudian to slip. raise money, you have to run for election. So in order to raise money for the Democrats, she has to be involved in the election so she can give that money away. Literally, she's running for money. If you she said that. If you look at what the majority of our politicians' jobs are at the federal level. They spend all of their time raising money for their campaign. Oh yeah, hundred like, percent. We well, don't even talk about. We like, don't even. Well, talk why is it that anymore? we have to have this ridiculous amount of money to even run for a campaign? Whenever you should be able to run on your merit alone. But no, we have to spend money and get buses and do all this stupid stuff to feed into the machine. So, how many years has she been in Congress? They made now. Way too long. Too long. I mean, seriously. Like, what would you say? Fifty years. It's been such a long time. I'd say at least 40, 35. You, who can tell me what the wage is that they, they get paid per year? Like 250. No. No, it's, about, it's like 100. 174,000 yeah. times how many years? Dude, that doesn't even count the political contributions. Uh, I know. I, I'm, we'll get there. I'm just, sorry, Let's I'm just sorry. say 40 years. 174,000 a year for 40 years. If she didn't spend a dime of it, she'd be worth six point nine million. This woman is worth one hundred and fifty million dollars. Tell me why. Insider trading. Insider Insider trading. Trading. Thirty-five years. Thirty-five okay. years. So what? Insider trading. All these hand downs. <laughs> Cha-ching. I'm just saying they, they are. They're interest. all running for the same thing for money. Um. <clears throat> We, I shared the. I don't know if you guys have seen the video yet. Uh, Northman, uh, Richmond, north of Richmond. Oh, the song. Yeah, yeah I heard it. Mm-hmm. there was a another. Uh, the internet is so creative, but there was a video that they made to that, and it shows right or Democrats and Republicans of 
how many possible conflicts of interest and companies they're involved in trading in. And it just scrolls through and it's, that song's incredible. Um, but it's, uh, and their own Capito here is, has a possible of 96 conflicts of interest and she's oh trading gosh. with over 103 different companies. Good for and it's like, her. It, no, we can't even get ahead because the game, they're still playing their game and we're getting the crumbs that's on the table. Working all day. It's a good song, dude. Overtime hours. Have you heard this? No. As, as people finally are seeing the truth, they, that, that song resonated. Because people are seeing this stuff, and this guy had the brass to—he's a dude to of integrity too. They, yeah. He was there was a part where there was a show going on, and they were charging like seventy-five dollars for tickets and two hundred dollars for a back. So he's like, no, mm-hmm. twenty-five dollars is the ideal price for tickets to my show, and this is ridiculous. So don't buy tickets from this venue right now. And they yep. canceled the show at that venue. Good. The dude's got integrity. So I, I wonder. We spend all this time talking about federal politics. One. We can't really do much about it, in my opinion. We could. We can vote him out, all that stuff. Voltaire, French philosopher guy, he says, tend your own garden. And I would also argue that we have more power and authority within the sovereign state of West Virginia. I agree. And that's where our emphasis should be. We can do whatever the crap we want to do within the borders of this state that is part of the United States. The Constitution is like 25 pages, maybe. And, and the thing that gives us the authority to do what we do is the Constitution of the state of West Virginia. Those are the laws that we are actually able to affect change on. Texas does what it wants to do. We are a sovereign nation. <laughs> Texas is its we own. Have our own we should be our own. We, I agree we, we are a sovereign state entity. We have our own military. The governor of this state has executive authority over a military. Mm-hmm. The economy, everything that happens within this state is underneath <clears throat> our control. And if we would just rise up and say, screw you, federal government, the state of whatever state you live in, I'm talking to all you people out there, change stuff within your state. Federal politics, we've lost that. Until a, a, a constitution of states, which is a legitimate um, a convention of states, sorry, the, the constitution gives states the authority through the conventions of states to implement new federal laws and change the constitution to implement things like um, term limits and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. And there's 30 out of the 35 states required. Check it out. Conventionsofstates.org or some junk like that. But that's how we change things. We need to focus here. We need to focus on what we can do and maintain our own little piece of the world to say, screw you dudes. We're not going to cave into your bull crap because we can. So like it's easy to go down the rabbit hole. It it, it is. But we, we have to. What can we do to change it? And I mentioned that Voltaire, tend your own garden. We can affect each other sitting around this table. We can affect our local community by yeah. running in local politics, by being involved in things that are happening here today, right now, where my money gets spent, where my time is spent, and the people that I cross paths with on a day-to-day basis. And when we, when we join together at the grassroots level, you change the freaking world. I honestly think with this new COVID crap trying to come out, I think they're going to, you're going to see some states rise up and say, we're not going to comply with this because it's, it's a mandate. It's not a law. The, the the Supreme Court, court has suggestion. already right. They've already ruled against the unconstitutionality of forcing vaccines and forcing masks and all that crap 
Don't comply. Well, I want to bring up the comply thing in a minute, but yeah, Jared. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, So I was was listening to a, a, he's a, he's a messianic rabbi and uh, talking about um, what? Nothing. I was going to make a joke at your expense, but keep going. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, But he, he, he was talking about how God had given him this vision of seven mountains to, to attack. And he said, the biggest thing that, that we in America and specifically Christians, we 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 tout, we we tout revival, revival, revival. We got to do revival. We got to have revival. But he says we're not looking at it in the same way that the Jews look at it. The Jews look at it as they get people in in high um, places of of authority and and influence change there. So if you look back to pre nineteen forty eight when when we were when, when the Jews were trying to to get their homeland back they were doing it grassroots but they also had people in power yeah and they were talking to other people in power and so for for example with with israel they were trying to come up with a name of name for it and i think it was eisenhower was the president at the time and uh He's, he said we're just struggling with coming up with a name for for the land of israel and he had a friend that he had knew he had known pre-world war ii um, that um, uh, was was Jewish, and he called him up. He says, "Hey, what uh, what's the what's the name of this the, this new land need to be?" And he says, "Well, it needs to be the biblical name of Israel." Well, what we need to do is not just in politics, but in business and education, use our influence that we have and grow in those areas to make the change that we need to make. So, what do yeah. they call, what do they call it? What they call what? The land of Israel. Israel? The land of Israel. <laughs> Israel. My final thought on this, we'll wrap it up. Well, they, they, they were talking about calling it Zion or Judah, um, things like that. Is um, Back to the comply comment real quick, and then I'm, I'm, I'm done with my part. I'm done. If we, I'm all for not complying, I think we should fight it. But I have the thought in the back of my mind that this is the one that we don't comply. We that we resist it more than ever. But this is the real one. Like this is the this is there there there's something that they've planned a disease. Oh yeah, they're that'll sick. come out that'll they're actually get us this time. But but you know what? I know where I'm going. Um, one way ticket, baby. Well, I always enjoyed just diving into the randomness of of politics and thoughts and how, and how we all see it. And I think we're all pretty similar. Um, Jesus Zipper. is just all right with me. Jesus is just all right with oh, yeah. me. Wow, it's a good we song. Needed to wrap up. <laughs> Both the original and the cover. All right. Uh, speaking of covers, what's the cover of that book say? In the Fullness of Times. No way. Yes. Tell right. us about it. It's a wonderful book. My my uncle is a uh, he's got a doctor his doctorate in theology and um, he's put out several other books, um, but this is his newest book in the Fullness of Time and goes over the. Um, the the kind of the redemptive story and plan that's in the Bible, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> keep going, giggles. And um, talk, talks about from from creation all the way until the end of the millennial reign and the new heavens and the new earth, and a lot of prophecy that's in there, things like that. So it's it's a great book. <laughs> Would you the, just look at that? And we know we can. There's several places they could purchase it. Yeah, they, they purchase it through physical copies through Amazon, uh, Books a Million, Barnes and Noble, uh, through the publisher as well. But then you can also purchase 
ebook um, through Amazon Kindle and Apple iBooks. Is there a way that maybe someone could get this free? Yes. Yeah, so we are doing a, a giveaway with with the book. I think we've got two copies right now. Um, they they will be signed by uh, by Doctor Philip Richards and all um, of us. Are you related to yes. him? Yes, I am. Yes, he's my uncle. Oh. And um, he's related to Perry. So uh, <laughs> no, he's not. Um, but. If, if you put a comment in to to the comment section on the uh, in YouTube, um, we'll pick the uh, the winners and, and and get it sent out. Excellent. Winner, winner, um, chicken dinner. We're we're also going to have Doctor Phillips on or Doctor Richards on. It's going to be great uh, just to have a conversation with him. If you have any questions you'd like to ask, throw them in the comment sections. Remember, like, subscribe, and share. Share so we can get our uh, get an audience that we can just educate, have manly conversations with. Man, and, and man. share our love of, of Jesus. Real man. Men, 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 men. Take us To learn more about us and to check up on uh, everything in the uh, Mountaineer Kingdom Dude Talk realm, uh, make sure Eddie hit it down there, buddy. Boom, boom, boom. MK Dude Talk. com and uh, shoot us an email. Make sure you're ready, ready. MK Dude Talk at gmail.com. Okay. It's right there, right there at the bottom. It's good stuff. I can just walk off, right? I could just. Oh, oh gosh. How can Noah not like us? Uh, for the yes man, Jerry, before he leaves us, for Triple A Andy. <laughs> <laughs> no one annoys me on this planet more than you. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to run out of That's oxygen. That's the host. That's the host, <laughs> Josh. Josh. <laughs> Andy's cracking me up. He's something. And I'm out of air. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Matt Merrick. Real man, manly talk. Hey, I'm going to mute us. Please. <laughs>